Hello, and welcome to this episode from the Cruise Corner Podcast. The title of this episode is The Great Place, and that is in reference to Fort Hood, which is a very large army installation down in Texas. And Fort Hood had a lot of attention on it last year. Specialist Vanessa Guillen's disappearance and murder really put the spotlight on Fort Hood. Guillen, who had been reported missing in April of 2020, sparked a search and got national attention pretty quick because of how much her family was not allowing the army to just kind of sweep it under the rug and was really demanding some answers. And it was during this time that the Guillen families put in the heat on the army that a mother in Oklahoma would get news that she had been waiting for since 2019. The news was that the body of her son, private second class Gregory Waddell Morales, had been found. Morales had disappeared August of 2019, and he had been listed as a deserter afterwards, so he was absent without official leave or AWOL. And Morales was only days away from being discharged from the Army. He was looking at an honorable discharge, which made the time of his disappearance very odd. And those close to him did mention that he had shared his plans about what he wanted to do when he got out. He had talked about using his GI benefits to go to tech school. He wanted to work on either the wind turbines or the oil rigs off the coast. And so, again, it was really odd that he disappeared when he did. And the last known whereabouts, the last place he was said to have gone was Club Fuego. And this club sits about 10 miles east of the military post. The following day, he would not show up to work, he would not be in formation, and would be the same thing the day after that. He wouldn't show up. So after a couple days of not showing up, he's listed as being AWOL. June 19th, 2020, Morales's skeletal remains were found in an empty field. And from what I've read, this field sat near the end of a residential street that his wife had lived on prior to their marriage. Now, I don't know that his wife has ever been considered a person of interest. I don't think she's ever been listed as a suspect or uh, viewed as somebody that has an idea of why he disappeared or how he ended up dead. Just kind of a coincidence, I guess. But according to Gregory Waddell Morales' mother, after he disappeared, they didn't get much help from the army. The army was kind of like, yeah, we're not going to do anything about it. For one, we don't have time to go looking for every person that goes AWOL uh, unless they've committed a serious crime. And he's an adult. So he if he left by his own accord, like that's on him. And we're not going to go do anything about it. We don't have any proof that like something happened. There's no foul play. There's nothing. It looks like he just left. So his family goes on to say that you know, they're not getting anywhere. And then his sister-in-law kind of starts poking around on her own. And she gets a Carfax report to track down her brother-in-law's Kia Rio. And according to the Carfax, his car had been sold to an auction that was in Dallas. And so the army starts pressing the military investigators like, why didn't you inform us about this car that you had found his car? And they're like, oh yeah, we found it back in January of 2020. So after nearly a year, how does PV2 Gregory Waddell Morales' body get discovered in a very shallow grave in Killeen, so close to a residential area? 
he basically has the Vanessa Guillen case to thank for that, as awful as that sounds. Uh, them looking for her body is kind of what led to him. And when, when Vanessa Guillen's family started pressing for answers, the army put up a reward and it was for any information that could lead to either finding her or just to figure out what happened. And Morales's mother was kind of like, hey, if she gets a reward, like, why hasn't my son had a reward put up? We don't know where he is either. So the army puts up a $15,000 reward for Morales as well. And eventually that, that reward jumps up to 25000 Within a few days of that reward going up to the 25000 range, they get an anonymous tip that there is a body out in a field. So CID, Criminal Investigation Command, uh, for the army, they go out there to kind of see if this tip is true. And nobody would, would claim the tip. So they couldn't figure out who knew or why they knew that there was a body where it was and that it was his. Due to being listed as a deserter, like when you're considered AWOL, you lose a lot of rights. You do not get buried with military honors. You are not allowed to be placed in a national cemetery. And in Morales's case, the army wouldn't even provide the funding or the action of returning his body to his home or record. So the family would have to raise money on their own uh, through a GoFundMe account to get his body back to Oklahoma. The update I have for Morales is that he is no longer listed as a deserter and that he was able to be placed in Fort Gibson National Cemetery. Uh, June of this year, Colleen Homicide Investigators and Team Texas Canine Unit did discover more bone fragments that are believed to belong to Gregory, but to this day, nobody has been charged. While the focus was on Vanessa Guillen, uh, remember she was reported missing in April of 2020. By July of 2020, five known killings, and I stress known in this, five known killings involving soldiers stationed at Fort Hood had occurred. Last year, at least 39 Fort Hood soldiers had died or gone missing. 13 of those had committed suicide, five were murdered, and 11 remain unsolved. And this isn't new for the Army Post, because back in 2016, Private Dakota Lee Stump left for work, which was less than a mile away from his barracks, and he would never show up. But he would be found a month later. He had crashed his vehicle, and it was two miles from the barracks. Fort Hood would say it was alcohol related, that he was intoxicated driving his car, that he was going 82 and a 30. However, there were no skid marks at the scene of the crash and nobody heard the accident when it occurred. Toxicology reports were inconclusive. It took a month to figure out that there was a car accident where it was. And that's pretty close to, you know, where he was coming from the barracks, I mean, two miles, that's not like he's out in the middle of the wilderness somewhere. But uh, anyway, his body was found intact, except he was missing his hyoid. If you're not sure what a hyoid is, it is the U-shaped bone that sits at the root of your tongue in front of your neck in between the lower jaw and the largest cartilage of the larynx, or better known as the voice box. And from my understanding, the hyoid is what they use to determine if a person's been strangled. So again, private stumps is missing his. The journalists I found a lot of the information that I'm sharing 
from she went down to Colleen and basically said, everywhere you go, every place you look, like there's something tied to Fort Hood. And she had even said that she had met with one of uh, the family members from the Guillen family. I believe it was one of Vanessa's sisters. And she had told her, like, be careful which hotel you stay at. Be careful where you stay. And others had told her, do not go out at night because it is insane down here. And so as she travels around Colleen, she's just coming all, up to all these different spots. And everything has a little piece of Fort Hood history to it, such as her going by Club Dreams. Club Dreams is where Specialist Shelby Jones had been shot and killed March 1st of 2020. She continues driving around and she passes the Guns Galore shop, which is where Major Nadal Hassan, if anyone remembers him, uh, he that's where he purchased his weapon back in 20, or 2009 before he massacred 13 people. In one of the motels in Colleen, that is where Candance Boley, who had also been serving at Hood, she was murdered in 2011. And as far as I know, her case remains unsolved. And near the suburb on the east side of the base, the Jeep that belonged to Private Brandon Rosecrans was found burning. And I'll get back to his story in a little bit. July 2017, Specialist Justin Ogden was said to have committed suicide, but the suicide note that Fort Hood produced did not have his handwriting, according to his mother. It did not match. Also in 2017, Staff Sergeant Anthony Lavelle, who was 40 at this time, was found dead on the same street that Specialist Freddie Dela Cruz and Army veteran Shaquan Alred had been murdered on during a triple homicide in March of 2020. Vanessa Guillen was considered missing on April 22nd. The next day, April 23rd, Private Gavin Chambers, who was 21, died on Fort Hood. I cannot find the cause of death for him. Then April 29th, Private Joshua Barnwell, who was 19, also died. May 16th, Sergeant Brad Reynolds, who was 37, commits suicide. May 18th, Private Brandon Rosecrans Jeep is located. And three miles from where this vehicle is located, they would discover Rosecrans' body, and he had been shot four times. Over the coming months, more deaths would continue to occur, which would include the suicides of Staff Sergeant Richard Harrington, who was 45, and Specialist James Green, who was 23. June 19th, Private Gregory Waddell Morales' skeletal remains would be found. And two weeks after finding his skeletal remains, so July 3rd, Specialist Miguel Yazzie, who was 33, died after being denied medical help. Now we get to August 13th when Sa uh, Staff Sergeant Bradley Moore dies during a land navigation exercise. Fort Hood would say it was an accident, but after his death, his wife would be denied access to his phone, the final investigation report, and to his body. And she would be, be denied these things until a Texas congressman stepped in to help out. A few days later, August 17th, Sergeant Elder Fernandez, who was 23, he disappears. Now, Elder Fernandez, back in May, had reported a staff sergeant for abusive sexual contact, and they did end up moving him to another unit. However, because he had reported it, he was harassed horribly for saying anything and was called a snitch and all kinds of other stuff. And so he goes missing August 17th, and he would be found August 25th, and he had committed suicide. 
Roughly a week later, Private Coralton Chi, who was 25, died during like a ruck march or something. So it would be September 2nd time frame. And Fort Hood's story involving the incident has changed multiple times. They cannot give a concise story for it. They just keep giving different details supposedly for the same story. So his family is very suspicious of what actually happened. And so also regarding Chi, he was the second of two Navajo soldiers to die at Fort Hood that year. The other, I believe, was Yazzie. Going back to 2016, this would have been January 3rd, Staff Sergeant Devin Chewett was found deceased in his vehicle in a recreation area at Fort Hood. He had been missing for a few days, and his death was ruled a suicide after they found a hose leading from the exhaust pipe to the cab of his truck. Seems like, okay, yeah, that's obviously a suicide. However, his wife said that he had actually been stabbed nine times. The rag that was plugging the gap in the window was soaked in his blood, and some of the wounds appeared to be defense wounds. After all that, it would be easy to say that Fort Hood is the issue. And granted, Fort Hood is a dangerous, corrupt place. It's had a crap reputation, I think, since it was built. But uh, this is an army issue because when you start looking at other stories, this stuff happens everywhere. Soldiers are being murdered, disappearing, and committing suicide all over the U.S., not just on Fort Hood. And when you start looking at stories from other places, you can see that it's the same type of stuff. It's things being called suicides when it looks like a cover-up. It's people going missing here and there and not really having anything done about it. It's murders taking place, crazy stories. For instance, if you go back to 2018, a female soldier was shot and killed in her front yard on Fort Campbell by her husband. Fort Campbell is also known to have one of the highest rates of suicide in the Army. March 2019, now we're going to jump over to the Marine Corps. Marine Lance Corporal Riley Schultz was found dead at Camp Pendleton. It was ruled a suicide even though his hyoid was broken and was discovered to be missing when his body was exhumed in 2020 because his family wanted a second opinion. May 23rd, a Fort Bragg soldier is reported missing and his remains would be found May 29th. He was found on North Carolina's Outer Banks and he was decapitated. His name was Specialist Enrique Roman Martinez. He was 21. His case remains unsolved, and the cause of his death is unknown since they could not find the rest of his body. At least that was the last I had heard. You go to December 2nd of 2020. A Special Forces soldier and a veteran were found dead at Fort Bragg. Army CID says the investigation continues for them, and that whole case involves Master Sergeant William Levine, the second, who was 37, and Timothy Dumas, who was 44, each had been shot by an unknown assailant. That will conclude this week's What the Hell's Going On in Our Military segment. For season three, I'm going to keep trying to release an episode once a week to cover these cold cases, crazy stories, and the more than obvious military failures and cover-ups. So as always, thanks for joining me. Take care. Till next time.